Hi once again. Over the next few minutes, I'll explain why I stopped going to church and why the following phrases drive me nuts. I am sure you've heard some of these before. What church do you go to? What church do you attend? I am going to church. We need to go to church. The last phrase is a kind of threat. I once had a well-meaning lady tell me that couples who stop going to church often end up in marital problems. Really, how sad to think like that. But... Half-truths like this are used to ensure that people keep attending church. Ouch. That's another phrase I dislike. Anyway, back to my story of why I no longer go to church. In early 1980, Tricia and I, along with more than 50 others, moved from Plymouth in the southwest of England to a village just outside London called Cobham. We'd moved to join with Cobham Christian Fellowship, one of the pioneers of the new church movement in the UK. I'd been the worship leader in our church in Plymouth and was keen to get involved in the worship team at Cobham. But the guys leading the team there wisely gave me time to find my feet in this environment and didn't draw me into any public role for several months. In those days, Cobham Christian Fellowship, uh, actually that's quite a mouthful, so I'll shorten it for the rest of this podcast to CCF. Now, CCF had the main church meeting on a Thursday evening. We rented the local Methodist church for this. We met on a Thursday because it was practical, and of course there is no scriptural reason for a church to meet on a Sunday. Sunday is not the Lord's Day, since every day belongs to the Lord. Having no meeting on a Sunday meant that we could enjoy a restful weekend with friends and family. I like Sundays. A time to have a lie-in, drink coffee, read the papers, make love to your partner, and enjoy a leisurely breakfast. For me, that is more enjoyable than rushing to get ready for a meeting, especially if you're on the worship team. Hardly a day of rest. Now, at the end of June 1980, I was finally given an opportunity to help lead the Thursday evening worship. I was so glad to be doing this, hoping that it would be the beginning of new opportunities for me. Imagine my horror when at the close of the meeting... One of the leaders thanked everyone for coming along, wished us all a great summer and said, see you in September. I couldn't believe it. They were closing down the church for an entire two months. I needed to impress on this guy the error of doing this. I asked if I'd heard correctly. He said, yes, this was what the church did every summer. July and August was a time when people were away on holiday, went to the beach on the weekend and had barbecues with friends in their homes. Having a regular weekly meeting during this time would intrude on that holiday period. I thought that was crazy and told him that the leaders might find that they had no church come September. He kindly told me that if they had no church in September, they had no church now. He explained that church life would continue throughout the summer since we were a community built on a love for God and one another. Many would meet informally in homes to worship and pray. The church community would continue to financially support the work of the church and those in need. The only thing missing during that time was a weekly meeting. This became a key moment in my life. I had grown up in a Christian culture that was centered around the idea of, in quotes, going to church, end quotes. The Sunday gathering was always the main focus. All the resources of the church were put into a 90-minute meeting, making it as polished as possible. Selling a product that has dynamic worship, powerful teaching, children's entertainment, getting bums on seats and keeping them there was the mark of a successful pastor. The first question Christians would ask me whenever I met them was, where do you go to church? In fact, they still do. 
Now, in CCF, we never use that phrase or the phrase, I am going to church. In CCF, the meeting was not the main focus. So that was the evening in 1980 when I stopped going to church. You see, we can't go to church. We can go to a building, but that is not the church. We can go to a meeting, but that is not the church. Church is more than something we do or have done to us because we are the church. The Bible calls us living stones, being joined together with other believers. We are what is known as the body of Christ. Acts 2 gives a blueprint for the church, but maybe we have created our own version of it, which goes something like this. All believers were commanded to attend Sunday morning worship and send their kids to youth meetings. In addition, they were required to attend the weekly prayer meeting and Bible study and join a house group. Starting each day with prayer and Bible reading, known as a quiet time, was also encouraged. In addition, members were expected to give a minimum of 10% of gross income, pre-tax, to the church. In doing so, members were assured financial security, as God always blesses a cheerful giver. Of course, this money would enable the church to provide essential services, such as a comfortable building with state-of-the-art PA and lighting, a senior pastor, youth pastor, worship pastor, and hiring of evangelists for the annual week of mission. I have often wondered how Jesus managed to teach and do miracles without Peter playing keyboards softly in the background. Maybe that's an idea for a future podcast. Back to Acts 2, where we see that the New Testament church was far removed from what most of us experience. I'm going to quote these verses from 44 to 47. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favour of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Now when CCF and the New Church Movement began in the UK in the early 1970s, they aspired to being like this. A church not focused only on a Sunday meeting, but on sharing the stuff of life together. The highs, the lows, the good times and the bad. Discipling one another, submitting to one another, supporting each other, sharing possessions and so on and so forth. Being a community, a family, committed to the values of the kingdom of God. We saw breaking bread as sharing a meal together. We rarely, if ever, had what is known as a communion service. In fact, we never had any services, because a service is not a meeting. A service is something you do to your car or washing machine when it breaks down. Service is something you receive from an organization, or not, in these days. We do not go to a service. So can we please stop using that word and the phrase, Sunday service. Talking about Sundays. Well, when I was a teenager, we used to endure the 90 minutes of a Sunday evening meeting, knowing that the after-church meeting in someone's home would be the most fun and where the real fellowship and discipleship would take place. I once joked at a concert that maybe we should skip our Sunday meetings and go straight to the after-church meeting. An older lady on the front row gave me a very loud amen to that idea. Have you ever wondered if some of our church activities 
are only being done because that's how it has always been done. The recent pandemic has been a time when church life as we have known it has been put on pause. How could we continue to be church without having public meetings? How could we survive without our weekly time of worship and teaching? Well, we have survived. We have come through this period. We have found a way to be a community of faith without those normal, regular meetings. We were forced to stop going to church and discovered a new way of being church. So as we continue to move forward from this season, we have a great opportunity. Rather than default back to business as usual, we have a chance to reset to something new, exploring the potential of what the body of Christ can be at this point in time. We will never stop being church, but perhaps with God's help, we can stop going to church. Thanks for listening to my confession. Mm-hmm.